Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 16th of January, 2024. For those of us who are still writing 2023, we are now in 2024. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right. Well, of course, last night the US markets were closed for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So nothing transpiring out of the US, although the US futures markets are open. Globex is open on the CME, and we have seen a little bit of weakness in those uh, Dow futures, down around 19 points as we speak. But it was all about Europe last night, and we did see European markets ease back. They had a good day on Friday, having fallen on Thursday, but coming back to earth with a little bit of a thud. Uh, Still, the interest rate cuts that some were expecting, a little bit of cold water being poured on those. I suspect that is going to be a function of the first few months of 2024. Some cold water being poured on the speed of those interest rate cuts around the world. And we also saw the German economy uh, slightly underwhelming, to say the least. The stock 600 down 0.5 of a percent. FTSE down 0.4, Germany down 0.5, and France down 0.7. We saw ASX 200 SPY futures down 21 points, or 0.28%. Yesterday, we saw that divergence, that bifurcation of the market continue. The banks continue to hold rock steady and they were better yesterday, but resources were easier. Uh, the three Amigos all falling yesterday, BHP, Rio, and Fortescue. Interestingly, this morning we have got uh, the fourth quarter production numbers out from Rio. Pilbara iron ore shipments, uh, 86.3 million tonnes. The market was going for 86.7 million tonnes, 86.3 million the number. Uh, the market was going for a little bit more on that front. Uh, we have got uh, FY24 guidance as well. Uh, that looks like it's been maintained in iron ore shipments, 323 to 338 million tonnes. Uh, copper, 660 to 720,000 tonnes. So uh, the uh, Rio numbers are out this morning. Uh, and this will lead to a slew of production numbers from the big miners in the next week or so. And a prelude to the result season kicking off in February. So something to watch out for there. But uh, we did see, of course, the U.S. 10s and 2s. The U.S. Treasury markets closed. The Aussie, two, uh, the Aussie 10-year, rather, 4.113%, up 3.5 basis points. Bitcoin having a little bit of a steadier day, up 0.7 of a percent uh, to 42.850. Uh, classic, by the rumour, sell the fact in anticipation of that ETF approvals everyone piled in and then there was no one left really to buy any more bitcoin after the approvals so we did see that big swoon there the aussie dollar 66.58 a little bit of pressure on the aussie dollar the us dollar index up slightly 0.18 percent there for the us dollar index looking at commodities last night of course they weren't trading in the us on the cme uh, but they are trading on the lme and uh, oil, of course, trading as well. Brent crude down 17 cents or 0.22% uh, 
the WTI uh, price was pretty much unchanged. Uh, gold up another eight dollars twenty or point four of a percent to two thousand and fifty six point nine dollars. Just for fun, that equates to three thousand and ninety Aussie dollars an ounce. I think that is pretty much a record price in Aussie dollar terms for the gold. Uh, looking at the LME futures, we have uh, copper up 0.6 of a percent, nickel down 0.6, continuing to stumble, aluminium down 0.8, zinc up 1.6, lead up 0.8, and ton down 0.9 of a percent. Uh, yesterday we saw weakness again in Dalian iron ore futures down around 4%, and coal also under a little bit of pressure. Of course, yesterday was all about uranium, and uh, that is powering ahead at the moment. Certainly some moves from the US, of course, to distance themselves from the Russian uranium issue, uh, certainly helping COP20, whatever it was, 48, uh, also helping the uranium story as well. And news out of Kazakhstan that Gazprom also cutting back on their production expectations. A shortage of sulfuric acid is the reason, apparently. You would have thought sulfuric acid was relatively easy to come by. So maybe there's something else afoot there. In terms of uh, miners overseas, well, the uh, BHP and Rio ADRs, I'm not sure they were trading, really. Uh, but we did see Glencore down 0.7, Freeport down 0.2. And uh, in uh, European trade, Shell pretty much unchanged. And of course, the US market was closed. UBS in Europe uh, pretty much unchanged. Barclays down 0.4 and Deutsche down 0.9 of a percent. So as they say in all the best police and toilet roll jokes, there's not a lot to go on this morning, but uh, we are seeing a 21.4 in the ASX 200 futures. We did have a, a day yesterday. We lost two points. It was a very narrow Thinly traded day with not a lot of news around yesterday at all and suspect today it won't be that much different to be honest. There is a little bit of corporate news coming out this morning. Hub24 has reported Q2 total funds under administration 91.23 billion. A quarter ago it was 82.72 billion so that is going pretty well for them. We have talked about those uh, Rio numbers uh, certainly that is uh, interesting. Uh, the uh, Q4 production numbers, Rio share on a 100% basis uh, is now coming through 87.5 million. Uh, the market was going for 86.9, um, seasonally adjusted anyway. So more details to come on that Rio number coming out. Firefly Metals has reported assay results from its Green Bay project including 46.4 metres, 4.6 copper, 1.2 grams gold. So that looks interesting numbers from Firefly Metals. FFM is the stock code there for those of you playing at home. Lotus Resources has completed the acquisition of ACAP and it is targeting potential restart at its Kalakira operation in late 2025. A few broker changes here today. Ansel initiated negative at Evans & Partners. Target is now $23. It gives it a 7% downside. Ansel was a stock that Nathan and I talked about yesterday on Ausbiz on the call. So if you want to catch our views on Ansel, which I must admit I wasn't particularly enamoured with, 
uh, then have a listen to that on Ausbiz. Baron Joey has downgraded Car, that's a Karoon, and Strike Energy. Uh, car has been downgraded to neutral from overweight. Target price there cut to $2.08 from $2.44. Strike Energy downgraded to neutral from overweight. Target cut to $0.50 cents from $0.59. Cents. Uh, the ACCC, according to uh, a report in the AFR, is considering take all legal action against one of the big supermarket chains. And so uh, that is about the original pricing of sale items. Uh, Charter Hall Group. CHC, the code there, upgraded to overweight from equal weight at Morgan Stanley. Slew of retail downgrades coming through this morning as well. I have uh, written in my article this morning, Tuesday Takedown uh, is back, uh, and certainly a couple of the takedowns there are in the retail space. That's super cheap yesterday, really set the cat amongst the pigeons. A bit of short covering uh, and a bit of a spike higher in the retail sector, which has been on an absolute tear. It's something we discussed. Super cheap was the stock of the day yesterday on the call on Ausbiz. Uh, UBS has downgraded La Visa to neutral from buy. Uh, target increased, however, to 24 bucks from 23 bucks, uh, And we've also seen a number of other uh, downgrades for some of those retail stocks coming through as well. Uh, so uh, have a little read of Henry's take today on uh, retail stocks. Also looking at CSL as well today. Uh, BHP and Rio have been downgraded by Morgan's. BHP downgraded to hold from ad. Target price cut there to 49 bucks from 50 bucks. Rio downgraded to hold from ad target increased, however, to $127 from $124. Uh, super cheap following that uh, good trading update yesterday. We're all, it seems, going to bank, uh, boating, camping and fishing, buying all that, that gear for the Christmas holiday. Uh, super retail downgraded to underperform from buy at CLSA. Uh, target increased to $16.50 from $15.25. And Morgan's have downgraded to hold from ad for super retail. A target increased, however, to 17.50 from 17 bucks. And we have seen um, Bank of America downgrade super retail group to underperform from neutral. Target increased to $14.60 from $13.40. And JP Morgan downgraded to underweight from neutral for super retail group. A target increased, however, to 15.50 from 13 bucks. So they've all got the price wrong, and they've all updated their target price because the price has risen for super retail, and uh, they've still kept the downgrades, or rather they have downgraded the outlook for them in terms of the recommendation. Again, I would uh, urge you to have a read today of Henry's take, uh, and it's Tuesday takedown today there. Uh, other news just out this morning. We do get consumer sentiment data this morning. And uh, that is going to be of interest. But, of course, the U.S. markets closed last night, so not an awful lot to go on. Uh, Rio, those production numbers out, holding firm on its 2024 iron ore shipment targets. Uh, that is of uh, news as well. But we do see the iron ore price has fallen back to $127.50. It's down 1.7%. Chinese growth fears uh, very much the highlight there. And we did see yesterday the Chinese Central Bank held rates unchanged, which uh, I think the market was going for a little bit of a tickle in terms of uh, some stimulus.
Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.